Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Culture. Hi guys, just another minisode to let you know what's going on. Um, I will be releasing a new story soon called Everybody's Happy, which is a bit of a tech slash sci-fi um, action thriller, which does still have an element of horror to it. So yeah, I'm looking forward to sharing that with you guys. Um, I'm not sure whether it's going to be uh, one or two parts, probably two parts, but yeah, keep your eye open for that. Um, you guys on Patreon uh, who are backing with the exclusive podcast access will notice that you finally got your Tron episode and I'll be doing a Tron Legacy episode on here uh, soon enough. So do look forward to that. And yeah, I'll soon be putting up another exclusive episode onto Patreon. So if you want to get all the full episodes, then uh, make sure that you sign up to patreon.com slash a new winter. And on there, you can also uh, discuss what the next episode should be on. And I'm quite happy for you guys to tell me what I should be looking at and checking out. Um, so in terms of other things that are going on, uh, I've watched uh, I watched High Life with Robert Pattinson which is a space film um, and very sexually charged, uh, whereby it's, I don't want to give away too much because the whole thing is kind of figuring it out, but essentially uh, it's a whole bunch of people sent into space for a science project and they're just trying to get on with their day, basically. Um, it opens up and there's like a baby that's been born there, so that's not spoiled because that's the very first thing that you see. Um, but it's, you know, it's interesting. And Robert Pattinson is proving to be, and I never thought I'd say this, one of the maybe best actors around. I know I always bang on about, um, I don't know if I'll do it here, but uh, Good Time, which came out uh, a couple of years ago, whenever it was. Um, and yeah, the Cronenberg movie that he made was really good. And he's going to be the next Batman. And generally speaking, I think he keeps jumping from one amazing film to another. I know he's in The Lighthouse recently, which I haven't seen, which is Willem Dafoe. And uh, William Defoe actually said that he um, saw Robert Pattinson like trying to make himself sick and like beating himself up basically before takes to try and get into character. So yeah, he's kind of really going 
you know, full whack at it. Um, and High Life is definitely one that I've weirdly watched it with my mum and, um, and for such a sexually uh, charged movie, it was a very strange experience. <laughs> and at one point there's like a, um, oh, it feels like it goes on forever, but it's probably about three or four, no, it can't be three or four minutes, maybe about three minute scene where uh, Juliette Binoche, I believe is her name, um, is basically riding on what can be described as a, like a bronc, <laughs> like one of those rides, those bronco things you've got to hold on. But she's also on these like stirrups that they use. Uh, do I mean stirrups? So like, um, they have them in gym- gymnastics, don't they? Where that you hang on to them on top, like hoops, um, where you put your arms up. Um, and uh, yeah, and basically there's like a dildo thing in the middle of it. And um, yeah, and it's her in this dark room and she's basically sitting there having a, a three minute oozy wanky wank fest and um yeah I was having to watch that with my mum um uh which was quite funny and I was pointing out how funny it was as it was actually happening um to kind of break <laughs> this weird atmosphere of awkwardness um yeah so don't watch it with your mum but uh it was um a really good film uh, I should say it was very slow and I really enjoyed the ending of it as well. It's very much like a kind of character, um, slow burn uh, look at who we are as humans and uh, how what um, what sex is and relationships that we have with each other and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I really liked it. It was a weird sci-fi film that I hadn't seen quite like that before. Imagine like an art house interstellar. And if you thought interstellar was too art house, then maybe this is even more art house. Um I saw as well Eli, the Netflix film, and um, it was... I don't understand why people gave it such a good write-up because I thought it was absolutely terrible. I thought the audience, um, the audiences, the actors, just dialed it in, really, and the kid actor was just so over the top. Um, and, the, yeah, they had, like, jump scares, but it was, like, the most boring jump scares I've ever seen like to the point where you can predict when, where, what's going to happen, how. And then at the end, it tries to get a bit like twisty with the um, narrative. Again, I won't give anything away. And I couldn't help but feel like it was just a piece of shit. <laughs> it was just awful. Um, and I was completely bored throughout. And yet it's got really good write-ups. I don't really understand who these people are that watch these Netflix movies that think they're amazing because... It's it's literally like sweeping up the bottom of the bin of movie theatres or something. And it's literally the stuff that people don't want. People don't think are good enough to release theatrically. Netflix like, yeah, you know, we'll have it because we just want more content. We don't give a fuck. Just give it to us. Is it finished? Yeah? Okay. Here you go. Thank you. Uh, put that on. And that's it. And um, Eli just feels like another one of those. Like, the, uh, Who is going to... If you pay to go to the cinema to see that, jeez, I mean, you can't, but if you did, if it did exist in that way, then I would think that you would feel ripped off, to be honest. I thought it was terrible. Um, another film I saw uh, recently was um, My Name is Dolomite or whatever the Eddie Murphy thing is on Rudy Ray Moore. And, um, and people people won't know this, but Rudy Ray Moore is a, strangely a kind of personal hero of mine for the fact that he got famous very late in life, which, you know, kind of bodes for well for all of us, especially because, you know, I'm banging on a bit now as well. And he became a big black exploitation star. And 
it's a great story, actually. It's I don't know too much about him personally, and Eddie Murphy does kind of portray him as a um, sympathetic character who, uh, you know, was always trying to be nice the whole time, and he had these like sex scenes that he was worried about. Which my idea of Rudy Ray Moore is completely the opposite. <laughs> I thought of him as like this hard talking, and that's the kind of the character that he builds up. But you know, in the future, he has like sex scenes where he has like orgies with like fifty women or something, in in some shoots. And um, but yeah, uh, I thought it was a it was a pretty good portrayal. It is just literally kind of him creating the character and the first Dolomite movie. But that's all you need, really. Um, and Wesley Snipes was entrancing in it i don't know the actor if that the actor that he was portraying i can't remember his name but um whether he is like that as a person but every time Wesley snipes was on screen my eyes were just like drawn to him and i was like man he's such a great actor um but it's worth checking out it's directed by someone who i actually worked with um before and went around his house and i've I've got he gave me his first film on blu-ray actually so he's not going to be listening but thank you very much um, guy called Craig Brewer. He did Hustle and Flow. And um, yeah, he also did some of the uh, Empire series, I believe. Or maybe he's like this kind of series director, you know, how, how those things are um, with that series, Empire. And really nice guy, by the way. And Craig Brewer. And he told me some quite cool stories about um, Zack Snyder and and all this, which, are, you know, and Samuel Jackson when he was working on um, Black Snake Moan, which is another film of his. And, you know, maybe if I ever meet any of you guys personally, I'd be quite happy to tell that, but probably not stuff I'd say over this podcast. Um, really great guy, but he di- he directed it. And it's a very kind of by the by the by, uh, by the by the numbers biopic on Rudy Ray Moore. Ticks all the boxes. It's good. It's interesting. It tells the story adequately enough. It's got a character arc, etc. I wouldn't say it's anything that I was amazed by, um, but I thought it was pretty great. They also managed to maintain that tone and the kind of charm and the aesthetic and everything that kind of made Rudy Ray more and you know they reflect that really well in the film I think so it's definitely it's definitely worth checking out the other thing I watched was uh, a film called Happy Death Day which is kind of like Scream mixed with Groundhog Day and if you haven't seen it it's basically a woman um, who's a bit of a dick to be honest uh, gets murdered and every time she gets murdered, she wakes up and it's uh, it's back in the morning. The same thing happens, literally Groundhog Day. In fact, they even reference it within the film. It's quite funny. And yeah, she's just trying to figure out who her killer is. And I thought it was really good. I thought it was uh, quite funny. I thought it, it definitely did have a character arc and a story and a plot. And I was kept guessing the whole time. And what I enjoyed about it is that even when... Um, not to give anything away, even when I thought I had th- bits of it figured out, I didn't. And yeah, generally speaking, I thought it was pretty terrific in terms of how like horror um, comedy kind of films go. Uh, so yeah, that's on Netflix as well, I believe. Um, so I'd check that out if I was you. I've also started watching The Americans on Prime. And that's um, strangely, I'm fascinated by it. I didn't think I'd like it as much as I actually do um i think i'm about five or six episodes into the first series and i'm not sure how many there are i don't even know if it's finished and it's basically about um a couple of russian spies who are who've been who infiltrated america a long time ago and basically living as americans but they 
or you know KGB or whatever. And it's quite cool in terms of how them as a couple um, interact with each other. How you know all the spy stuff is cool and weirdly you're kind of rooting for them even though obviously they're trying to <laughs> they're Russian um but the way that you know the woman is quite icy and cold and the guy is more like warmer and emotional and he's even though he like loves his mother country he's very much um he doesn't want a war and he enjoys being in America um and it's really interesting that kind of dynamic and the fact that you know they've got kids um, and all this stuff it's really a cool story and it does keep you kind of guessing throughout and there's times when it's a bit like whoa did not expect that to happen uh i really think it's worth checking out but yeah i'll kind of keep you guys updated if you want to know how, how that's going uh i've also listened to sonic citadel by lightning bolt which is a crazy mad album uh, which is very fast and very loud and for some reason, I find it quite therapeutic. Uh, so I'd recommend maybe having a listen to that. It's Sonic Citadel by Lightning Bolt. But if you like your metal, maybe like speed metal, even though it's not really that, it's a bit more alternative. Um, if you want to listen for something that's different, that's really like loud and weird, and noisy and tribal, and you want to just, um, you know, just rock out to something that's just an ear basher, then I'd recommend probably checking that out. Uh, me and Dan are thinking about setting up a new podcast um, as a comedy thing. People who don't know, I used to do, and I still do, um, a bit of comedy. And um, I'm even an award-winning comedy actor. <laughs> something called the um, ISAs, ISAs in LA. I've won some, I didn't even realise I was nominated, and uh, I won some award for being a um, in a comedy web series thing I did, uh, which is quite interesting. Um, and yeah, so I've also been playing uh, Gears of War 5, I'm about halfway through that now. And I started Stardew Valley, which is that weird farming game. And I've been playing that on the Switch and it's very relaxing and weird. Um, so I've been kind of enjoying that. So that's kind of it for this mini-sode. Uh, but yeah, I, I recommend keeping an eye out for... Um, the Everyone's Happy uh, episodes, which will be coming out. I'm not sure if I'm going to put it out this week or next week. Um, but yeah, listen out for that. And also me and Dan are probably going to uh, meet up in person this week and we might do a live commentary track on a film and, and release that in, uh, on Patreon or something like that. Um, so you can even sync it up. So it's like you're there watching it with us. Won't that be a treat? Um, unless you listen to this and you hate our voices. Uh, yeah. So that's it, really. Um, you can email us and you went to podcast at gmail.com. I'm always interested in hearing what people have to say about anything, really. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't mind letting me know if you liked the new Star Wars trailer because I thought it was pretty bad. And I know a lot of people are going to you know, shoot me down for this, but you know, I watched Red Letter Media and um, the guy on that, not Mike, the other one, um, he's always going on, well, Mike says it as well, actually, he's always going on about how um, Star Wars is creatively void, basically, in that it's the same, each film is the same story, essentially, where it's, you know, the, the, the big, the good versus the bad. Um, one, you know, they fight and stuff. Meanwhile, there's a big war going on. Um, 
spaceship against spaceship and then you know at the end the good guy wins and there's been it's been that forever since the beginning of time and that this one looks exactly the same big epic lightsaber scenes check spaceships battling in space good versus bad check weird planets that you haven't seen before check and they also keep setting up this like ray and you know kylo ren oh you know will they won't they or something it's like i don't really understand I still don't really understand what their relationship is because it was like going to be, are they brother, sister? Are they lovers? Um, you know, what's their deal? And now it's like, I still don't, I don't get it. Cause in the last Jedi trailer, wasn't it like that they're kind of working together and then they weren't. And I've just learned not really to trust any trailers, but there's not, you know, that doesn't even come to account in this one because there's nothing to trust. It's just like, here's some set pieces. You're like, more Star Wars then. <laughs> I'm going to... Right, okay, I know exactly what I'm getting and that's more Star Wars tribe. Great. And I hated Last Jedi. I actually thought it ruined Star Wars. <laughs> I was one of those people. And you know what? I might do an episode actually just on that specifically and why it's such a fucking dire mess of dog shit. Um, but yeah, let, I'd be interested if you guys let me know what you thought about the trailer and Star Wars generally these days. Uh, a new winter podcast at gmail.com, uh, Instagram, a new winter, Twitter, a new winter, and patreon.com slash a new winter. Go sign up and, you know, you can tell us what you want episodes to be on and you can you can even talk directly to me, really, if you wanted to. I mean, I'm not doing anything, so why not? Um, but, yeah, you get exclusive podcast uh, access and there'll be more and more content going up on that, so why not hear it first? And thank you very much for listening. See you. Goodbye. Culture. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.